0: Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, the place for SLPs to manage stress, reduce burnout, and find more balance in our lives. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and welcome to episode one, the very first episode of the SLP Stress Management Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here listening. And in today's episode, we are gonna be talking all things podcasts, all things stress management, and I'll be introducing you to a little bit of my backstory and the reason that we have this podcast and kind of a new movement in SLP stress management. So I am an SLP. I graduated in 2008. So it's been over a decade which is hard to believe since I graduated and my career path has been not quite as traditional as most. But the reason behind it being not quite what we expect is something that a lot of people are actually experiencing. So I worked for three or four years in the field as an SLP. I worked through my CF, I earned my C's and after working in a variety of settings for a few different reasons, um, one was taking a change. One reason was, uh, the job no longer existed. I was laid off and, um, another was working in a, in a setting because that was the only job available in the area that I lived. So. I worked in a wide variety with adults, with children, hospitals, medical, school, kind of a bit of everything. And after my third year, I decided that the stress from it had gotten so bad that I just needed to quit. And I did So this was not a decision that I took lightly. It was not something that happened overnight, but this stress had been building and building since I had probably been in graduate school. And there are a lot of reasons for this, but mainly it was that I didn't have a way to manage stress and I didn't realize that it was chronic stress and maybe even burnout that had been happening. I thought it was that I was in the wrong career, that I'd made a choice and started in a career that was not right for me, even though I had been so excited and passionate about it in my undergraduate studies. It suddenly just felt like a really wrong choice and I needed to make a change. So for the next about five years, I let go of my license. I even let go of my C's for a while. And I swore I would never, ever be an SLP again. And I decided to start pursuing the things that I really was passionate about because I no longer felt that passion about the SLP work. What I was really passionate about was the other side of healthcare, more preventative. I wanted to work with helping people improve their overall health and well being instead of working from the rehab setting or working in the education setting, which was totally a different thing completely. What I wanted to work on was helping people to really become more mindful. And I trained in yoga and I trained in um, health coaching and focused a lot on those things. And of course with yoga came meditation and mindfulness. And I spent a lot of time teaching workshops, teaching classes, talking about how when we focus on reducing stress, eating well, and moving, we can kind of start to overhaul our well-being. I wrote books, I ran a blog, um I wrote for a few magazines and really enjoyed this. And I swore to people I would never ever look back at being an SLP again but an opportunity arose where I could combine yoga with speech therapy. And um, I thought maybe it would be look, wor- worth looking into. And so I reinstated my C's, which was great because if I hadn't reinstated them, I would have had to retake the praxis and that is way more stress. Um, and I ended up not following through with the position. It just didn't feel right. I was also pregnant at the time with my first child and during this time I found out that the studio I worked from, the main place that I'd been working from and helping run was going to be closing. It wasn't because we weren't doing great. It was because the owner was moving and there was no one to run the studio. I was offered the studio, but at the time it would have been right when I had a newborn and I knew that that would be a type of stress that I didn't want to take on. And so I decided that instead of having a baby and going from gym to gym or trying to find ways to get childcare at these odd hours, um, you know, where it would be an hour here, an hour later on in the day, and not really having a schedule, I wanted something a little bit more stable. So I started thinking about maybe doing one day of PRN somewhere at a facility near me, but there wasn't a lot of opportunity for it. So then I started thinking about teletherapy because I knew that I could do this from where I lived, anywhere around the state or with a new license somewhere else. And I did find a job in teletherapy and really enjoyed that stability. And when I came into the field and started working in it, I really enjoyed having a new perspective and a new outlook coming from a mindful place with the students that I was working with. But I also knew that I was pretty out of the loop on materials to use. Um, it had been about five years. So I knew that there was a lot more out there and also I was in teletherapy. So there was, you know, a lot out there that I didn't know about at all. So I started joining Facebook groups. Now, when I had quit, there were no Facebook groups. It wasn't a thing yet. Or if it was, people weren't really using them the way we are now. So I joined a few Facebook groups thinking that these would be great places to find resources and they really are. But what I found even more of was people going online because it's a little bit more of a safe space. You're, you're not quite next to, um, you know, someone where you can see their reaction and people were posting about how burnt out and stressed out and overwhelmed and ready to quit. They were from being an SLP and the more I read these stories, the more that I would think back to my own story and it would reflect exactly how I had felt right before I quit. And the more I started to look at it, the more I decided to start researching what was going on. And I started taking courses and looking into this and what I realized was that what I had been through was not some dramatic change in career and then a change back to it, but that I had been suffering from chronic stress and probably burnout. Now this of course was before burnout was made a true diagnosis by the World Health Organization, but it is now. So when I started to look at this and research more into burnout and research more into chronic stress and stress management, I started to notice that these things that other SLPs were talking about and the things that I had experienced were some of the like hallmark signs of chronic stress and of burnout, but it wasn't being talked about as something that we could do. It was just being talked about as what is going on. I can't do this anymore. And I looked at what you can do when you're feeling stressed. And burnt out and when you're trying to work through it. And I realized that the tools that you need are the tools that I had been training in and working with during the last five years. And then I realized that was probably why I didn't feel as stressed anymore and was able to come back in the field with a fresh perspective. So because of this, I decided to put together everything that I had learned and everything that I had been through to create an SLP stress management platform. And so I started writing blogs, building resources, hosting webinars, and even having poster presentations and giving um, presentations and speaking at conferences and at ASHA. And so what we've started to see is a lot more awareness about the things we can do to help manage our stress about things like self care and mindfulness and practices that we can do, taking breaks, not letting work be all that we are. And so in this podcast, we're going to start to explore all of these things. So we're going to be looking at how stress shows up for SLPs, It shows up in ways like isolation, it shows up as feeling just really overwhelmed and feeling like we suddenly want to quit our job. It also shows up sometimes as this like total change in our mood where we're like, why am, why am I feeling this way? This isn't how I normally react. We're also going to look at what we can do about that stress and explore what those things really mean. So what is self-care? It's just like a buzzword that's around right now, but what does it truly mean? What is mindfulness? How can we put together these practices and why are we experiencing this as SLPs? So in the upcoming episodes, we will be exploring all of these things and talking about the really big needs that we have in our field. Because if we don't start to make these changes, it'll start to become much more of this chronic stress epidemic in our field. So let's work together and start to really make those changes and work through some SLP stress management and start to feel like we can thrive and flourish and truly enjoy the work that we are doing. So I can't wait for you to check out all of the upcoming episodes, and I hope that you leave tons of questions or reach out for anything that you need. Make sure to review if you can or follow like this podcast. Share it with your friends that are fellow SLPs, and I will see you in the next episode. For even more information, make sure to head over to jessieandrix.com, where you can read tons of blog posts and find some resources there. You can also check out and join the free resource library called the SLP Toolbox, where I have monthly meditations and more resources for reducing your stress that you can only access by signing up, and it's totally free. You can also dive even deeper and check out the CEU and CMH courses that are linked to um, through my site out into some of your favorite online continuing ed sources. And make sure to check out the full SLP stress management course where we dive super deep into how to manage our stress and be the SLPs that we always dreamed we could be. Thank you again for joining.